All right, this has been a week in the making. We were going to talk to Tom Skilling about a week ago, and then the weather got horrible a week ago tonight. We've been waiting so patiently. And then Tuesday and Wednesday, it got bad again. But now Tom said, give him a call before he uh, goes on the 4 o'clock news. So, yes, I do have Tom's cell phone number here. Is this the one and only Mr. Tom Skilling? <laughs> How are you? We're good. Mr. Boltman, I'm, I'll tell you, good to talk to you. I, Eddie, thanks for the uh, last-minute change. I'm sorry to throw you that curve earlier in the week. Uh, I, I'll tell you, you were most accommodating. It was crazy. Yeah, so well, thank you. I know those are the, your Super Bowl days when you get, like, uh, tornadoes and kind of stuff like that. I, well, growing up with a meteorologist's father, you had to know about that. I'll tell you that. <laughs> oh, as my as my dad used to say, I, I taught Eddie how to look at a girl and tell weather. So. <laughs> I love it. I'll tell you. So, say, happy Friday, Eddie. You too, and and it's a beautiful day out. Say hi to my esteemed co-host Hannah B. Hey, Tom. Anna, how are you? I'm doing so great. How are you? <laughs> I am swell. I'll tell you. So it's got to be fun working with Eddie. It is a blast. <laughs> it is so much fun. And I was telling my family that we got we were talking to you today, and I'm just I'm yeah. super excited. I've been watching you since I was little, so this is just super oh, cool. Nice. Now, well, thank you for that, because uh, as Eddie will tell you, if nobody watches or listens to us, we don't have a work, uh, you know, a job. So thank you. <laughs> That's well, very nice. So, Tom, I, I've told many people about the wonderful, uh, you know, speech you gave at my dad's memorial, oh. which was, you know, uh, he, he passed in 2015, if people remember, Harry Volkman. And you guys were oh, great yeah. friends, but you started out as like an observer. And the funniest story was the uh, Aurora phone calls. Can you tell us that real quick? Oh, I, I'll tell you, you know, I used to call your dad. Your dad would take volunteer observer reports, and I lived out in Aurora, and uh, so I thought, well, I'm going to try and call Harry Volkman, and, and I did, and he used my report on the air. I was thrilled by that, <laughs> but you know what's interesting? My parents were always, they warned us, no long-distance calls, because back in those days, you were charged for them. So I um, I kind of made the call under the radar scope, and I, I had to come clean to my parents, but uh, they didn't mind. You know something, Eddie? We went in and visited your dad, my folks and I, when I was, gosh, I guess in the eighth grade. And uh, your dad was working at WMAQ down at the Merchandise Mart, oh, and wow. he was so nice. We went in there. I remember John Palmer was anchoring back in those days, and uh, your dad was uh, just amazing. I I can't even begin to imagine the number of careers and lives that your dad reached uh, in our profession. He was just absolutely beloved. Well, you, uh, I'll you've inspired a, a whole new wave of meteorology people. They, they uh, see your passion and they think, yeah, you know what? Even my 11-year-old daughter is like yeah. fascinated by the weather and I think it might be genetic, you know. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't be surprised it's uh, encoded in your DNA. Uh, no question about it. You know, I mean, think about it, Eddie. Of all the stories that are covered on the news every night, probably the one that reaches into more lives in more ways is the weather. And I've always thought that, uh, you know, the weather person has kind of an interesting place in the media world because of the 
the nature of the topic we're discussing every night. So right. it's it's really something. Yeah, it was great that uh, you and my dad became such good friends. I don't know if you know, Hannah, but after the, the newscast was over, Tom and my dad, they'd go out and hit the ISO bars, you know. That's, <laughs> that's where they met some of those European weather models. I mean, well, yeah. I'll tell you. <laughs> what I'm hearing you know, from- funny, I, Eddie, in that regard, Steve Sanders, I'd talk about the European model, and and he'd say, is she a brunette or a, a you know, <laughs> So I tell you, it's something. Hattie, you were going to say something. I interrupted you. Oh, I'm no sorry. worries. No, I. what I can hear from you is that Eddie's dad, Harry, was a huge role model and a mentor to you. And it's just su- super cool to hear that because, you know, now I'm sitting in this chair across from Eddie and he's been an amazing mentor to me. So I'm just, it, it must run in the Volkman, the Mo- Volkman family, the Volkman I'll men. I was honored. Uh, Eddie called me when his dad passed away and asked if I would speak at the memorial service. And, uh, you know, I'm always a little nervous about doing things like that. But uh, I'll tell you, uh, Harry reached so deeply into all of our lives. And I'll tell you one thing. I met the entire Bulkman family. Um, it, it is what an amazingly kind human group of people. Uh, you know, I, Harry has got to, has got to have been so proud of his son, Eddie, and what he has accomplished all these years. And let me, it runs through the Volkman family. They're just Definitely. nice people. And as you know, wow. uh, I mean that from the bottom of my heart. I agree with you. I agree. Well, we're, we're just trying to match up to the skilling model of a oh, gosh. humanity. <laughs> Hey, Tom, I got to ask you something about the, this recent spate of storms. I, yeah. I haven't heard thunder last so long, like like yeah. since I went to, like, Denver in the mountains. You know something? I even have had people calling me thinking they had an earthquake. Right. Uh, for that very reason. You know something, Eddie? There are two kinds of lightning, uh, many kinds, actually, but two. We, we call the basic lightning discharge a negatively charged discharge, uh, but there's a particularly vigorous form of lightning known as positively charged lightning. Uh, this is the high amperage, long-lasting lightning. That's the stuff that kills and damages, oh. uh, kills people and damages homes, sets fires. It's long-lasting. The lightning bolts uh, travel through a great distance, and so the rumbles that we hear, which are shock waves coming off the lightning column, uh, because it's so long uh, in, in length, will rumble for a long time. And and you know that hail that we had earlier in the week, some of that stuff was three inches and more in diameter. Yeah. We haven't had hailstones like that since April. And I we've confirmed at least, and the Weather Service has confirmed at least 18 tornadoes. Turns out uh, that may be the biggest uh, early season tornado outbreak in terms of sheer numbers that many of us can remember for many, many years around here. Uh, and the Storm Prediction Center noted that on a national basis, that outbreak on Monday and the one last Friday night was the largest uh, in the country since 2020. Wow. So um, it, this has been a strange spring around the country. Yeah. Abnormal warmth out, west, out east. Uh, you know, New York City had its latest snow ever and it's least snow ever. And then you go out to California and they were swamped by all these storms and they needed it because they were in drought. 
Yeah, I had to, uh, you know, poke fun at all my friends that are always sending pictures from Arizona and California, you yeah. know, saying, oh, you know, it's 80 degrees here. Right. But when right. they got their blizzard, oh, I pounced, you know. Oh, I'll tell you something. Isn't that the truth? Um, you know, it's it's amazing. I was getting pictures from the Tucson area of snow on the ground, and everybody was saying, wow, you know, this." they had a cold winter out west while people in Florida had a, an exceptionally warm winter. And by the way, I was just writing and posting about this uh, seaweed blob that's headed toward Florida. This thing is a smelly blob. It comes off a vast area of the Atlantic. Christopher Columbus first encountered it back in 1492 and wrote about it for the first time. He said he was afraid that his ships were going to get stuck in this stuff. Uh, but it comes uh. on shore, it deposits on the shoreline, and then rots. And it oh. smells like rotten eggs. So, uh. Uh, it, uh, you know, that sounds like a mess, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah and so the smelly brutal. seaweed blob sounds like a band at Lollapalooza. It does. <laughs> Well, you know what? You probably gave somebody an idea right there. I know, you know, some group of wow, <laughs> Tom. Uh, I know you got a lot to do. What's a What's a typical day like for you? I mean, you. Uh, you probably- oh, it's. You know, it's funny. I think a lot of people think, and your dad would no doubt have commented on this too. You know, first of all, we often hear. If I had a dime for every time somebody told me, "Boy, do I wish I had a job where I could be wrong every day oh, yeah. and still be paid," I hate that. Uh, yeah. Oh, I don't. You know, first of all, Eddie, it's not at all true because if I was wrong every day, they'd fire me before I could say what in the heck's going on. You yeah. know. Right. Uh, right. And, and forecasts today are better than they've ever been. We're not perfect, but I uh, we do pretty well. But my day starts around uh, literally around eight in the morning here. Yeah. I sit in my bathrobe and work into the early afternoon. I pull down all the computer model stuff, all the pictures. I I blog and get stuff ready so that when I hit the car and drive through that crazy rush hour traffic into the station and then start the graphics with uh, Bill Steiner, who's my producer, he and I both work on the graphics together, which is a godsend because there's so many to do. And then I get out of there about 11 o'clock at night. So it's, wow. it's a full day. It yeah. really is. Yeah, I remember but, uh, my, my dad would, uh, God, back in the day when traffic wasn't so horrible, he would do like the 5 or 6 o'clock news, drive back to Glenview for oh. dinner, and then go back downtown for the 9 o'clock. Oh, I can't even night. imagine. Yeah. I, I can't either. Yeah. I, I can't either. I, You know, one wonders if you could really pull that off today, but I still... You know, that's a testament to your dad. And what if, and you know, and I know your dad was quite a singer too. Um, he had a beautiful voice. Yeah, he was in the church choir and he, he sang on the Chicago Emmy Awards a couple that's of times. That's awesome. Do you know something, Eddie? Can I tell the story about your dad that night? Uh, the interaction between John Drury. Uh, John Drury led into the weather one night. This was years and years ago over at WGN with a story about the assault uh, nuclear treaty negotiation with yes. with the Soviets. And so anyway, uh, he throws it then to Harry. They talk a little bit at the desk. Harry goes over and starts doing the weather. And about a minute into it, he stops all of a sudden right during the weather show. And he looks at the camera and he said, you know, he said, I've been thinking about that SALT treaty negotiation story. He said, you know what I'd do? I'd load up a B-52 with nuclear weapons and go and blow them off the face of the earth. And, uh, <laughs> well, you you can imagine in the control room, everybody went crazy, and the phones went off the hook. But here's the amazing thing. Everybody in a, a situation like that grabs the phones to try and handle the incoming flood of calls. 
99 and 9.5% of the people called said, tell Harry he's doing a great job and we love him. You right. know? We got, I remember I was a little kid, but they they <laughs> sent they sent letters because there was no internet. So they sent letters yeah. to the station. He brought them home. There were over a thousand letters. Only one of them said, you were irresponsible and you should be taken right. off the air. Because <laughs> it was a different time. There were military people writing, oh, right on, Harry. So people right. would write you letters? Actual, yeah, physical oh, yeah. letters. Wow. Well, Hannah's still freaking out about the long-distance call from Aurora because she sits there and chats. <laughs> she chats with her friends in Italy on their cell phone. Yeah, no, I'm like, yeah. wait, what? Yeah. That's a long-distance call? <laughs> oh, yeah. It, well, you know, it's a different world today. We all have these iPhones, and we walk around with them. We call everywhere, you know, and don't think about it. Yeah. But in those days, they charge you for this stuff. And uh, so, you know, my parents, uh, as parents of four uh, kids, uh, you know, we're always like every parent looking at the family budget and all, but they didn't mind me calling your dad. I, that was that was Aww. fun. Well, happy Easter, and it looks like we're going to have a beautiful weekend, right? Oh, Eddie, and next and Hannah, next week we go into the 70s. We may even bump up close to 80, so it's like instant summer wow. next, next week. Now, it may, you know, we believe me, we're not done with the chilly weather yet. Uh, it's even been known to snow at times yeah. beyond this day. Right. But short term, we're going into some real warmth uh, next week. So let's look forward to that. I'm super excited well, for that. Great to talk to you, Tom. And it was nice seeing you back at Roger Treemster's book signing we all did together. Rest in peace, dear Roger. Oh, how true. I, Eddie, it was so great to see you there. And Hannah, it's nice to meet you. Oh. You're working with one of the gems in our business in Eddie. And I'll tell you, I, I thanks for calling me. It's fun to talk to you. Happy Friday. Oh, all right, we will you. be in touch again. Great having you on. Have a great day. Thank you so much, you Tom. Bye-bye. Thanks, Eddie. Thanks, Hannah. Have a great weekend. You too. Happy Easter and, and Passover, guys. All Take right. care. Thanks, Tom. You too. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. How do you not get a warm, uh, warm okay, fuzzy talking to, to Tom? What probably the nicest person he, I have ever met. He's a treasure. He is. He called me a gem. No, my wife is Amber and my daughter is Amethyst. <laughs> I'm a chunk of coal compared to Tom. So anyway, that was awesome. Aww. You got to put that up on our... Spotify. Spotify. I will treasure that forever. <laughs> that was fun. Thank you, Tom. Happy Easter to everybody.